Hello, everyone. Welcome to Nerdentity Crisis, episode 58. I'm your host, Ryan Bai. I'm joined today by Mr. Adam Lovar. Hello, hello. Josh, I still can't think of a good nickname for him, Huffman. Hello. I feel like you, that's my nickname now. I honestly, I'm thinking about right? I'm thinking about that's just sticking. <laughs> like, <laughs> Be like three years from now. Yeah. Can't think of a name, Huffman. <laughs> I think that I think that might be the one. So <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, Justin is MIA again three weeks in a row. That son of a bitch. Uh, how dare he have a vacation? How Happy birthday. dare he? Yeah, I'm talking shit about him. I mean, th- two days after his birthday or whatever. But he is in Arizona. His birthday was on the 3rd. And then, of course, we had the 4th of July. So uh, he's probably not even standing up right now, I'm guessing. So might be a good thing he's not here yeah someone's holding him upside down as he's at a cake stand <laughs> yeah that could be or like a weekend at bernie's type situation only he's not Ooh, dead just gotta play the music and he's yeah. kind of bobbing around <laughs> he kind of it has to be edm music for don't we can have you just reference weekend at bernie's too which was a fucking travesty let's not even bring that up <laughs> I know. Was it, it was bad movie. And fun and bad at the same time. Ugh, the first one was incredible. I need to go back and watch that movie now. I love these tangents we get off to. Like, how did we start talking about Weekend at Bernie's? This is incredible. I love this podcast. As do, <laughs> as do our listeners. Uh, we have just an influx of new people this past week. I don't know what happened, but we very much appreciate it. It's fucking awesome. Did like we I, talk about TikTok last week? Is that what happened? We did not. We didn't even discuss TikTok. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but last week was a good week for us. So at least during the week. On the weekend, we died off pretty hard because of the holiday. But during the week, uh, we had we had uh, some pretty good days in there. So thank you, everybody who's listening. Thank you to our new listeners. Pretty awesome. Uh, for those who don't know, this is Nerdentity Crisis, your weekly video game podcast. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter at NerdentityPod. Email us in your questions, nerdentitycrisis at gmail.com. And uh, if you feel like it, check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash nerdentitycrisis. Uh, we're gonna just going to dive right in because Ryan's got an early day tomorrow, let me tell you. So I need to wake up in about five hours. So we're going to get going. Uh, Jacob writes in. Hi, Jacob. Hey, Jacob. Yo, what up, Jacob? He says, who is your least favorite TV chef? Gordon Ramsay is an idiot sandwich and plays a stupid character for money. Can't stand the guy. So going with his food uh, every week, he writes in about food. And uh, he apparently does not like Gordon Ramsay. Adam, you're a foodie. What do you think about him not liking Gordon Ramsay? And who is your least favorite TV chef? I mean, I think that's fair to not like Gordon Ramsay, but he is still a very good chef and has, you know, gone through culinary things and whatnot so either way rachel ray need i say more (laughs) that's my answer (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's awesome i don't i don't know if i've ever watched like a rachel ray show i don't think i ever have it was so bad i couldn't stand it (laughs) i do i mean i feel like she fits uh like a niche like 
Like yeah, that's not the mine. Stay, stay, <laughs> the, like stay at home mom, drink wine. I was going to say, and... is it the drunken housewife niche? Is yeah. That... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she fits She fits the role well. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't enjoy it, but <laughs> yeah. somebody's got to like it. It's like the middle class, like Martha Stewart or something like that. <laughs> like, no, uh, yeah. just can't do it. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, do you have a favorite, Adam? Like, do you watch a lot of cooking shows? Oh, yeah. Uh, it would probably be either Jacques Pepin, who's a French chef, who's really amazing, or Alton Brown, who okay. is just the way he breaks down cooking into, like, science parts and stuff is I love, so... I do not know who either of those people are, but I trust you. Don't your know judgment. who Alton Brown is? That surprises no me, actually. No but idea. From he, uh, he did, Good uh, Eats, yeah, or Good Eats. he was um, on. Um, oh damn! What uh, that reality cooking show? I can't yeah, remember what that was called. I didn't watch it a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the the ones where they only have like a certain time limit, and they're you know given certain ingredients and things like that it wasn't chopped um, oh i know who you're was, talking about okay there's another Google one them. I, he uh, was also the host of uh uh good eats. it's cutthroat kitchen I had cutthroat kitchen yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah but yeah. then he was also the announcer for iron chef america oh okay 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 i know what you're talking about now but super amazing uh cook and, and just really entertaining but as far as like favorite Chefs probably Jacques Pepin. Okay, all right. Uh, Josh, what about you? So for least favorite, I, I gotta I gotta say Gordon Ramsay's pretty far up there. I think he's perfectly fine when he's not being Gordon Ramsay. Air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like on the like Master Chef Kids Edition or whatever, he's not a complete d bag. The whole okay, time. Okay, so he's kind of a nice guy, really. Yeah, yeah. Outside of of his character, uh, yeah. which I think uh, Jacob's referring to here, um, he he seems like a perfectly okay okay dude. Okay, uh, gotcha. he just he's he he's just known to play this character that he's you know an asshole, uh, which isn't quite my thing. Uh, but I gotta say, if I have to pick a a, a number one least favorite going with paula dean okay that's a good uh, choice i had thought about her <laughs> yep. I, uh, you know like uh i my you know i like butter just as much as the next guy but that <laughs> that shouldn't be like an entire page of a cookbook like there's there's got to be some real cooking involved um also you know the whole racial slur thing yeah. uh where yep. you know uh not not a huge fan we'll yeah. put it up you know uh i know you know people give a, a lot of chefs uh some shit but uh yeah don't remember that happening with them but <laughs> she not only does she like butter too much she's a fucking racist so there's yeah, that <laughs> yeah like you know i know people give like guy fieri a lot of shit but yeah. uh he's not yeah. a fucking racist uh, <laughs> right <laughs> I Guy Fieri is actually awesome. Like I, I was gonna say, I shit. like Guy Fieri, dude. I really do. Yeah, like, like we're just we're just all mad that he's out there living the dream. Yes, and uh, we're just jealous. Uh, I but, think uh, like the only cooking show I've ever watched multiple episodes of is Diners, Drives, and Dives. I think that's that's it. I don't mind Guy Fieri at all. He gets shit for no reason. 
yeah. I mean, I mean, not my sense of style, you know. Haven't well, been yeah. in the bowling shirts too yes, much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you y'all haven't seen me in person in quite a while. Maybe I've got ice tips now, but. Uh, <laughs> Yes. On your beard, too? Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, only my beard. I don't have enough yeah. hair on the top of my head. Yeah. Tips. Uh, <laughs> but, uh... Oh, that's awesome. Very good. Uh, so, my, wait, do you have a, do you have a favorite, Josh? Uh, definitely Alton Brown. I, okay. uh, I'm also a huge Alton Brown fanboy. Um, uh, Good Eats is just super super good like during the pandemic he was doing some stuff like at his house and i consumed all of those youtube videos there you go um he definitely does not consider himself to be a trained chef in the way that most restaurateurs are he's he's more of a more of a, a sciencey guy who happens to love cooking and uh i i respect that there you go i like it i like it uh, my least like I said, I don't watch a lot of cooking shows. I don't know how to cook. I don't. It's just not something I'm interested in. But you're in. a baker. Yeah, baking's different than cooking. I'm just gonna throw that that's, out. That's there. true. That's true. Like, dude, but- if I'd pick a favorite baker, Duff. Duff is hilarious. Like that dude's fucking funnier than shit. He once gave a speech, or not like a speech, like a. They invited a bunch of bakery managers, the company I work for, down to the corporate office, and Duff was there. And uh, he was talking about smoking weed the whole time, like in this corporate environment. I didn't get to go at the time, obviously, but I heard it was really funny. But uh, as far as like cooking goes, my least favorite is Curtis Stone. Again, because hmm. the company I work for partnered with him and paid him millions of dollars. And I just remember... We had to carry all of his fucking merchandise and try and sell it. And it was overpriced, ridiculous. And it was just, it was a terrible deal. We had Curtis Stone fucking cutouts everywhere, all over the store. It was a nightmare. He had a, I remember, like, what's what's a mortar and pestle? Is that what it's called? Like the thing yeah, where you. Yep. For like mm-hmm. crushing, crushing, uh, smashing stuff. Herbs and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it was like $78. <laughs> was it, it has, like a huge one because no it just had his name on it and i uh, that stands out to me vividly like fuck that guy fuck that guy i legit had to look him up and after i did he still doesn't look familiar really uh, yeah, yeah dude, I, don't, I don't know the, how yeah my company paid him millions of dollars to like film commercials and be in like our stupid magazine and sell his products it was like this whole ordeal and it was terrible it was terrible oh fuck that guy but uh i think my favorite he's not a chef and i don't even remember what his name is but actually i do have like a favorite food show uh man versus food what's that guy's name you guys know what i'm talking oh, about Oh, it was adam something yeah adam yeah. something dude i love that show and that guy's funnier than shit so yeah, I really enjoyed those because uh, I, I Adam uh, Richmond, yes. Adam Richmond, that's what it is. Yep. I like food challenges, like watching people try to struggle through them. Dude, and, he uh, seems like he'd be just like a fun guy to hang out with too. <laughs> like, oh yeah, for sure. Genuinely, very cool. Uh, so yeah, I don't think uh, Jacob, we hate Gordon Ramsay as much as you do, but I guess I don't know enough about the guy to really care, other than he yells at people a lot. I knew that. But there you go. 
there's our answers. Uh, moving on, we're gonna go to Christian next. Hi, Christian. Yo, what up, Christian? What up? What up? Uh, no dance party again. Justin's not here. Sorry, Christian. But he yeah. says, "Hey, it, gents, in what?" His, in his mind, he's glowing. Yeah, cracking glow sticks. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> He says, hey, gents, hope you're all having a fantastic 4th of July weekend. Not so much, Christian, but that's fine. And a happy birthday to America. In honor of our nation's birthday, what is the most American game you can think of? Not necessarily patriotic, but something you immediately know was made here. Thanks and keep up the great work. I'm almost wondering if all three of us have the same answer. Or if at least two of us have the same answer. <laughs> but, I had a really hard time coming up with Did something. you really? Yeah. Oh, dude, I, I had one pop into my head immediately. I had one pop into my head immediately. Ooh, but You know what? <laughs> let's, let's go to Josh first then. Josh, what do you got? So I could I could have picked uh, could have picked the same, but I, I went with the uh the Grand Theft Auto series. Okay, that's fair. Um I feel as if it's like although it's a an extreme version of yeah. uh like the idea of american lifestyle it's like a very much like a snapshot of like people who do exist to to some extent and i feel like a lot of countries wouldn't be making this game other than america yeah <laughs> that's uh, fair that's yeah, a good I one i don't yeah i don't i don't know that uh i don't know that anyone Anyone wants to tell that story besides America. (laughs) There's not a whole lot of Trevors in any other. Probably not. I I mean, I'm sure they exist for sure, but I don't know that anyone's talking about them. I I I think in uh, in other countries he's getting like help, you know, Uh, you know, but uh, (laughs) not so much here. No, no, he's on his own. Oh, that's awesome. That's a good option. Good choice. Um, Adam, what about you? Uh, my mind immediately went to Duke Nukem Fuck or yeah. Serious Me Sam. Me too, dude. Like Duke one Nukem. of those two games. <laughs> uh, yes. that's, a, that's a good pick, for sure. As, as soon as I read this question, I was like, dude, it's got to be Duke Nukem, right? It's yep. got <laughs> Yeah, Duke was the first thing I thought of immediately. <laughs> then quickly thought of, like, Postal. When shows like yeah, you know that's kind of weird American one. Yeah, that's uh, true. Josh, maybe you know this one. Have you guys ever heard of Metal Wolf Chaos XD? I have not. That doesn't you, sound familiar offhand. You should uh, Google it because I saw it on uh, GDQ the first day of this week, and it's basically you're the president of the United States, and it's a huge like satirical, ridiculous patriotic game essentially. <laughs> Uh, is that the one where you're like in a mech suit? Yes. Yeah, dude. Donkey looks Dunkey like it was made in the early 2000s, but it just yeah. came out a couple years ago. <laughs> Donkey did a video on that, if I remember right. That was pretty fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. Yeah, so mine was also Duke Nukem. I just, the shit that comes out of that idiot's mouth, I was like, only in America, man. Only in America. <laughs> it's time to kick ass and chew bubble gum. Yeah. And I'm all out of gum. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Ugh. Ugh. I don't even like talking about it. Those games were terrible. Um, yeah, real gross. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you very much, Christian, for the question. We do appreciate it. All right. Let's talk some more, uh, more video games. Let's start with what are we playing now? 
Uh, Adam, why don't you kick us off? Tarkov. Oh, yeah. Getting ready for the wipe still? No, the wipe happened, baby. Oh, it did. That's right. I forgot yes. about that. Yeah, so last that's Tuesday all I've been doing. or Wednesday, I think. Like yeah, Monday? last week. Wednesday, I think it was. So Something how are like things that. going? Good. Uh, almost up to level 11 on my PMC. And then, uh, honestly, this wipe, I am considering maining my scav and not really focusing on my really? PMC. Because they implemented this scav karma system sort of thing, this wipe, where okay. when you're a scav, if you shoot other friendly AI scavs or other scavs, your rep like drops with one of the traders. And if you kill PMCs or other player scavs that were being a douchebag and killing things, your rep goes up. And oh. so like as your rep goes up, you can actually communicate with the AI scavs and get them to like follow you and start making like a scav army and eventually you can like go up to the bosses and like become their guards and like that sounds so fucking cool. Like I'm thinking about just doing scav runs lately. <laughs> huh. That's a whole different twist on that playstyle. Interesting. Oh yeah, it's it's super exciting about it, so that's all i've been playing before the scav was just like farm for your pmc you know like there was yeah or get or get a free loadout or free loot yeah run up to scavs and just shoot them in the head because they don't care that you're a a scav but now it's like there's actually repercussions for doing that yeah there's like like actual lore and stuff behind it which is pretty cool yeah so and if you keep being a dick like you're rep will drop into the negative and uh your timer for scav goes up and you get worse loadouts for your scav and ai scavs will just be like automatically you know aggro to you and like all this negative stuff so it's like either people are gonna be like i'm gonna try and be a good scav or there's gonna be people that just say fuck it i'm never doing my scav and that's fine they'll never be around so right (laughs) that's awesome i don't know i think it's a really cool system and i'm really excited about it interesting very cool yeah i have a feeling we'll be hearing about tarkov for a while you know it you know it it. (laughs) (laughs) uh very cool uh josh what about you uh also tarkov been playing a little bit with uh with adam and brian and uh getting back into it a little bit i uh am uh just as rusty as i anticipated i was gonna Uh, say you were kind of unsure about it last week but yeah and uh I I enjoyed it. I uh I enjoy you know playing with friends. I don't really see myself uh playing solo very much. But um but yeah, it's really good. Um uh, one thing that's interesting with this wipe is that they changed the flea market to be level 20, which I have never hit in Tarkov. Uh so that's just not a thing in my <laughs> future probably. Um but uh my my scav uh rep is not super great because i get scared easily and accidentally shoot scabs when i see them uh nice. and and friendly players and adam on accident <laughs> sometimes and so it uh it happens <laughs> yeah yeah it's you know when uh you're like creeping through a building or whatever uh and someone just like rounds a corner without saying something they're gonna get right. shot it's just it's just gonna happen uh but uh brian brian 
Brian got me pretty good uh, last time we played. Uh, I was behind him, and uh, he went into a like a train, and then I went into the train, and then he just unloaded like a full <laughs> mag into me. I'm like, it's me, it's me, it's me, it's me, and uh, then I had to use up all my heals. Uh, but uh, it, it, it's what happens, you know. It's a uh, high risk, high reward. So, yep, <laughs> that's um, hilarious. <laughs> but uh, when I wasn't playing Tarkov, I bought Persona Four. Oh, did uh, you? I did. I did on PC, and um, I'm not super far into it because um, uh, of Tarkov and uh, my personal life. But uh, so far, it's really good. Very weird, of course. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, but very but very good. Um, so looking um, forward to playing that throughout the week. Still holding out for Persona 4 to console. Still holding out for it. It's going to happen. So I obviously did not have a whole lot of time to game last week. Actually, almost no time to game last week. So I'm still playing Scarlet Nexus. I am very close to the end, I I believe. I believe I'm close to the end. And this game is just incredible, guys. Did you like watch any trailers or anything after I talked about it last week? No. Yeah. Yeah, I did watch the trailer. It did look really good. Oh my god, man. Like it's really good. The combat is so much fun. Did you either of you ever play control either? I downloaded it on Game Pass and played like the first ten minutes of it. Okay. <laughs> I got like, it uh for free on Epic a couple weeks ago and never haven't touched it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't touched so, it. The powers you have are very much like control. You just pick up objects and you can chuck them at people. I don't know, it's a lot of fun. Plus, you have a sword or throwing knives, depending on which character you pick. It's just a blast to play, man. God, it's good. But uh, I think I'm very close to the end. So hopefully I will knock that out this week and move on to whatever's next. I don't even know whatever's next yet, but we'll find out. Uh, All right, that concludes what are we playing now? We're going to jump into who would win. And this time it's my pick. And my pick is Spike from Cowboy Bebop versus Han Solo. Go. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we both uh, think about this for a second. Hmm. I, I'm going to have to go with Spike Spiegel. Okay. Because um, my, my brain wants to say, okay, Han Solo's got a blaster. Yeah. Uh, and so that's just. Yeah, like immediately good, but I mean, all of Spike's opponents have guns. Yeah, which are just just as good. You get shot in the face, and it's just game <laughs> over with either one. Right. So, so He's then if I'm talking, some bullets though in the past, so uh, and, a lot of bullets. And, <laughs> yeah, and he's you know possibly immortal. Uh, but uh, and a, I mean, uh, what's uh, what's what's the bad guy from from Cowboy Bebop? Um, oh, I can't think of his name. He's got a sword too. Is my point? Um, oh, like a lightsaber. Okay. Well, just like just like a regular like a regular sword. Yeah, but, but uh, you're thinking, yeah, yeah. So you know, depending if we're talking books or we're talking you know movies, then maybe Han Solo might have a have a a lightsaber. Vincent, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, he's got a sword, uh, which which kind of similar, but um. So I, if if we're talking to okay, if we if guns and phase, you know, uh, 
blasters are essentially the same thing, then going by pure fighting ability, Han Solo can't fight for shit. Not uh, really, no, no. And Spike Spiegel is a fantastic martial artist. So mm-hmm. I I feel like neither one of them have that many scruples. Um, so they're going to do what they got to do to win. But uh, that, I think just based off of pure fighting ability, uh, I'm going to go with Spike Spiegel. Okay. What about you, Adam? I agree 100%. I would go with Spike. The only like weird offshoot is like when they're starting to like do the fight, like Han's just going to shoot first, like under the table or something and kill him. That's the only way he would win. <laughs> some like <Yeah>. bullshit. <laughs> yep. Do who sh- total bullshit. Like who shot Spike's first? not even ready and he just like shoots him. <laughs> right. But, uh, I still think Spike might be able to dodge it. So, okay. So here's, here's the caveat. Okay. I agree with you. Uh, if they're like gun to blaster, whatever the case may be, I hundred percent agree. Spike would win; he would beat Han Solo. However, what if you took? What if they're not on the ground? What if they're in their ships? Then who wins? I'd still say Spike. Oh, do like you? Him and his little fighter, like he is, he does some pretty amazing stuff with that thing. But it's the Falcon, man. Which is known to fail many times. <laughs> it made the <laughs> Granted, Spike's ship is known to fail yeah, and you know, to get fixed a lot. And like, it I don't de- know. I'm gonna say it depends on the ship. If we're talking about the Bebop, which is pretty slow, uh, then the Falcon might win. If we're talking about the Swordfish, uh, yeah. Spike's yeah, specific ship, of. then I feel like that that would win it has the maneuverability it's significantly faster um it's not meant to do interspace travel um since that's what the bebop is for much much larger yeah um but the bebop doesn't really have a ton of weapons right uh, so to speak so if it's falcon versus bebop i think the falcon would win if it's swordfish versus uh falcon i got you're I going swordfish. swordfish yeah okay i don't know i think i'd take falcon in both like falcon's fast and it's it looks like a piece of shit of course they say that all the time it looks like a piece of junk but it's fast i don't know dude i still I, I think, think it's a falcon the hard, yeah the hard part is is it is it fast for star wars ships or that's is it true fast? yeah because there's true. a lot of garbage flying around in star wars ships like if you think of as much as you love x-wings yeah <laughs> most of them later you know when we're, we're talking you know uh the uh the original movies are like duct taped and bubble gummed back together yeah. you know the resistance <laughs> fighters and so is the Ewoks it, you know, are holding them together as they're going through space. <laughs> yes, yes. They just got R2 units screaming in the back. Uh, oh, but shit. trying to spot weld stuff. But uh, so is it, you know, is it faster than than those? So, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Okay. But um, so it's, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to compare because the. Uh, I mean, the Swordfish is not the fanciest ship in Cowboy Bebop's world. 
either, yeah. but it's yep. incredibly fast. Uh, and that laser cannon thing it has in the front is devastating as all hell. Oh yeah, like the the laser Gatling rifle thing yeah. on the front. Yeah, I'm like looking so, at. I have a swordfish, uh, a Bandai model kit on my oh, desk, nice. and so I'm just like looking at it. Uh, I'm like, yeah, this thing's dope. Uh, <laughs> there you go. So Ryan, correct me if I'm wrong, but anytime I've ever seen the Falcon shoot, it's someone on like turrets or something. That is true. I guess you would have to. Han have... would be by himself. That's true. Who's controlling the gun. Okay, that's fair. I'll give you that. I'll give you a point to that. If Chewie's with him, I think the Falcon wins. But well, you did, yeah, you just said Han versus Spike. <laughs> that's true. So if he I was did. by himself, he fucked. Yeah, if he is by himself, throwing, he'd fucking lose. If we're throwing Chewie, then we gotta throw Faye, and we yeah. got Jet, <laughs> right. and we gotta have Ed, yep. and... Ein's just floating around through space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And can I just say to our listeners, if you have, if you're not like into anime, or even if you are into anime and you've never watched Cowboy Bebop, you need to do yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor. I highly recommend if you can find like the remix DVDs where they remix the uh, the audio to like really uh, like pump up the audio because uh, the soundtrack is just. Yoko Kano and the seatbelts. It's amazing. Amazing. Yep. And that's not amazing for anime. It's just amazing. In general. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. The soundtrack is so goddamn good. Yeah, I've been waiting for like 20 years for that uh, to drop like on vinyl, but they had like never did a pressing of it uh, until recent. So I, uh, did, very exciting. Does anybody know, did they cast the live action one they're doing? Yeah. They have, I believe so, and yeah. they've announced that it's being scored by Yoko Kano and the Sea. Wow, or at least Yoko Kano. I don't know about Sea Belts, but uh, uh, so I, I, I was super pumped about that. Um, oh, it's supposed to come out later this year, like mm-hmm. soon. They've mm-hmm. shown a couple like little teaser things in the past month or so. I'm going to be cautiously optimistic about it. I just why fuck with a good thing? That's where I'm at. I don't know. It could be cool. I hope it's cool. All right. We're moving on. We've gushed about Bebop enough. <laughs> <laughs> we're all Cowboy Bebop fanboys, obviously. <laughs> yes, clearly. Um, okay. So we're going to jump into the news. Only four pieces of news. Kind of slow. There wasn't a whole lot. Uh, number one. Housemark Games has joined the PlayStation family. Sony purchased the studio. Best known for games like Resogun, Super Stardust, and 2021's PS5 exclusive Returnal for an undisclosed amount. Um, in what may be a slightly more interesting story, Sony's Japanese Twitter account posted news of a studio acquisition but had Bluepoint Games logo in the image instead of Housemark. Bluepoint has denied the rumors. Uh, I think this is a good pickup for Sony. Like They're obviously not going to be able to make waves like they don't have the capital Microsoft does of buying Bethesda or anything like that. But as I would love to fucking play Returnal if I can get ever get a PlayStation 5. Right. <laughs> but it looks really good. And like I've, had, I've heard people just raving about it. So I think this is cool. It's a smaller studio. Like Housemark seems to be like the first AAA game they've ever done. Um, and I don't even know if I'd call it a AAA actually, but I think this is a good studio pickup. But I do think if 
they somehow have blue point games. That's the big one. Cause I've been since we fucking started this podcast, I've talked about how somebody needs to buy blue point games because they're the kings of remakes and remasters. Um, so I think that would be the bigger story here, but I do like the house market acquisition. Uh, Adam, what do you think about this? Um, yeah, I mean, one happy about Housemark for sure. I too want to play Returnal. That's like one of the few PlayStation Five games. I'm like, okay, I'm intrigued. If I yeah. had a PlayStation Five now, like, finally, kind of cool. And then, yeah, to your point with Blue Point, uh, huh, see what I did there? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Zing. Uh, I kind of hope it doesn't go to Sony. Okay, only because uh, if Microsoft picks it up, it's the idea of it being more accessible on Xbox and PC. That's true. Is possible. So yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it'd I, be great for Sony. Don't get me wrong, obviously, because they kill it remakes and they're an amazing studio. Uh, I personally just would like to see it go Microsoft because again, PC fanboy. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, just think about the fucking IP Sony has though, that they could. Oof. I don't know. And yeah, there'd be a lot of cool remakes. Maybe they should just take over Final Fantasy Seven. Or yeah, <laughs> wait, there wait. you go. No <laughs> shit. <laughs> like Metal Gear remake. Oh, that'd be sick. I don't know. There's a lot that they could do with it, but I don't know. Blue Point has denied it. I don't know if it's actually why would how, like how could their logo have gotten sent out on Twitter if it if there wasn't some truth to this? But somebody just fucked up hard, I guess. But Josh, what do you think about this? Yeah, so I, I feel like um, I feel like this doesn't actually mean that they haven't acquired Bluepoint. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's just too much of a coincidence to like, whoops, we have this uh, this specific image that uh, someone had to have made. Uh, yeah, right. Sure, they could have used the wrong logo or something, but it seems it seems unlikely and of course they would deny it because you have to deny everything until those things are announced that's kind of how business acquisitions tend to work but right. uh so i feel like this doesn't necessarily uh, you know them them denying that uh that it's happening is doesn't necessarily mean a whole lot as for housemark um i have played none of the games that they've made I so I I you know I'm not super uh torn e- you know either way. Yeah. I do find it a little bit interesting with all these acquisitions between Sony and Microsoft and of course, you know, EA and and all of those then um I feel like to some extent we're consolidating a lot of companies under specific umbrellas. Yes, yep. And that's a little bit of a worry of mine. Remember like when, you know, these big companies buying a a smaller uh, company, then we were like, Oh, they're going to ruin it. Like that's, you know, uh, you know, they're going to, they're going to take all of like the spirit of that, uh, that indie developer. And now we're like, huzzah. That means only their games are going to be on the play, uh, the PlayStation or the Xbox or on PC or whatever. Like now we don't even care. Like if the quality of the game, suffers as long as it comes out on the console we own uh to some extent I, obviously i know that that's not you know that's an overgeneralization but uh it'll be interested interesting to see maybe there's just a consolidation because there's way more game companies than there used to be yeah you know 
in the yep. early 2000s, there was like 15 game companies. So we yeah, right. bought, but it was real big news. Now it's like, oh yeah, this company that made one AAA game got purchased. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know. It's a, it's a weird feeling, but uh, I, uh, I feel like it's a, if, if Returnal is good as I've been reading, then I, I think that's a good pickup. Yeah. I mean, I think you bring up a good point though. Like I'm, much more comfortable with sony or microsoft buying a studio than i am ea obviously because oh yeah yeah ea is ea is known for just buying studios and shutting them the fuck down yeah taking taking all of their like assets and then like best luck yep i mean looking at you visceral games r.i.p makers of dead space which we'll talk about a little bit later but that's exactly what they did to visceral games they fucking bought them when they were in the middle of developing Dead Space 3, they released Dead Space 3 and just shut the fucking studio down. So it's like, oh, okay then. But I mean, what's that? Or if we talk like about an, like an early, we're, we're going way back here. One of my uh, favorite game companies growing up, uh, Rare. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, Sea of Thieves came out under Rare's name, but yeah. like, unless we're getting a perfect dark here, you know, like, right. uh, then. We haven't seen like ninety percent of Rare's IPs, you know. <laughs> so yes. Um, so uh, I mean, I, we I had Battletoads. <clears throat> oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Battletoads came out, what, ooh, which what was, was that? Meh, three years. It wasn't as good as I was yeah. expecting and no. hoping, unfortunately, but it still sort of held true. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, Microsoft did the same thing to Rare. I guess like they bought Rare and did fucking nothing with it. Like they yeah. did nothing. And that's why I like you know nowadays it's like okay, now now they're you know, Microsoft is in this for the long haul, you know, I can't I can't fault them for, for buying these companies, but I there's part of me from my early two thousands brain that uh is like, oh, remember when this company, you know, yeah. purchased and fired everyone from, you know, this studio? <laughs> and uh, remember when they purchased, you know, said, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. And then I haven't seen anything in 10 years. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I'm I'm jaded at this point. <laughs> that's that's totally fair. I think that's a fair assessment, actually. So, uh, I mean, I'm hoping for the best. Like, Sony seems to have with their PlayStation family, they seem to have just a phenomenal relationship between all their development studios. Uh, and like, even you just see them on Twitter, like they all support each other and it's pretty fucking awesome. So I think house marks a good pickup, but I'm, I'm more interested to see where this blue point thing goes. I really am. Cause that's like, God damn, they're good at their jobs at blue point. Holy shit. So I think that could be really big. We'll see what happens there uh all right number two ea is exploring adding college athletes names to their upcoming ncaa football game in a landmark ruling the ncaa decided to finally let their student athletes start making money off their names and likeness so i've talked about in the past ncaa is just a fucking evil organization like they're just awful so the fact that this is even possible now is kind of mind-blowing to me but on the video game side of it, um, I don't know. I don't want to talk too much just about sports. But on the video game side of it, the interesting part to me is Madden is one of the biggest franchises, right? Like Madden sells oodles and oodles of copies every year. 
But now imagine NCAA is coming back out, which used to be really popular before they stopped making them. If you can have, like, if you can play as a player in NCAA with their name and jersey and their likeness and then transfer them over to Madden, like with the NFL draft or whatever, I think that's that's huge for EA. I think that's huge for EA. Um, especially like create think about create your own player, like create yourself to play in NCAA and then get drafted in the NFL and switch over to Madden with that same player. I think that's huge, dude. I think that's fucking huge. But uh Josh, what about you? Yeah, I hadn't really thought of that. Um because then in, you wouldn't be buying into a game. You would be buying into like an ecosystem. Yes. And so it encourages you to buy the other ones because yes. of the yep. transference over them. Yeah. I hadn't really thought about that, but that uh, that would uh, probably make them quite a bit of money. Then again, I feel like if you were buying Madden before, you're buying Madden now. Um, yes, that's very true. You know, so... It's kind of like the who are they marketing FIFA to? It's the yep. people who buy FIFA already, <laughs> you know. Right. Uh, so uh, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not sure. Who, I, I think that would be a, a win for the people who would find that enjoying. Uh, I don't know that I personally would care personally all right, that much, right. but but I think it's interesting that. I mean, I I, I totally agree that. Uh, these athletes they've already you know been using their likeness in in games you know from the the previous ncaa games where they just kind of screwed over all of the athletes that were in it um, oh yeah big time and so i uh i was never a huge fan of that of like okay we're gonna use essentially you it may not say it's you but it we we all know it is um, yep. and so um I think if they're going to make NCAA games again, then actually paying the the athletes that they're using in it is uh is gonna gonna be required. Definitely, yeah. This is this is gonna blow up the sports world, man, like crazy. And I'm interested to see how this goes because, like, a college athlete can sign a deal with Nike now. Like, it's crazy, man. So we'll we'll see what happens, but. From a video game standpoint, uh, Adam, what do you think? Foosball's the devil. Foosball's the devil. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My immediate thought was like, I wonder how much money they're actually going to make. And oh, great. They're going to get into trouble before they're even in the NFL. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That's just like where my mind goes to like stereotypes, all football players. So I apologize. (laughs) If if you give large, large chunks of money to 18, 19 year olds, college kids, you know what I mean? They're going to go out and fucking party and put it all up their nose and drink it. And like, Fucking who knows what, man? Yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a I'm not a football player, but I feel like I would have spent the crap out of it had I gotten <laughs> millions of dollars in college <laughs> and just be more of a dick. I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't know that that's possible, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, good for them if they make money off of it. I'd be curious to see how much they actually do get and how much the NCAA is going to take from that and like percentage wise and all this sort of stuff. So, I mean, yeah, good for them, but yeah. yeah. Foosball's I mean, the devil. Foosball's the devil. 
Oh God. I mean, we're dude, we're so close to football season. Oh my God. I can't wait. We're getting closer. Anyways. Uh, I think it's better than the alternative though, of these faceless NCAA board members, just making billions of dollars over these athletes. For and sure. being like, you, you don't get to do anything too fucking bad. You're getting a free education. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what and I, you might get to the NFL is yeah. really what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but I mean, I I definitely think pay the athletes over these. I know, like I don't know what kind of a cut they're going to get. I don't know anything like that. But I think this was the right decision, and we'll see if we get some actual real people in NCAA football. So we'll find every, out. Every college kid gets tree fitty. Tree fitty. <laughs> that's all you get. <laughs> don't be giving no luck. This monster no tree fitty. Oh, South Park reference. Very nice. All right, <laughs> moving on. Uh, number three. Sucker Punch has announced a Ghost of Tsushima expansion coming to last and current gen PlayStations. The DLC will cost $19.99 with a further $9.99 to upgrade to the PS5. Fans are somehow furious about this. Uh, maybe the most exciting option is the ability to lip sync to Japanese audio. So this DLC sounds awesome. You're getting a whole nother chunk of island to explore. Um it's updated graphics, updated audio. My biggest complaint about Ghost of Tsushima, even though it's one of my favorite games ever, was I really wanted to play with Japanese audio, but the lips were synced to English speaking, and I just couldn't handle it. So I just couldn't handle it. So I had to switch to all English. But yeah, from what I'm seeing on Twitter, like people are mad that Sucker Punch is going to charge for this. And especially like the upgrading to the PS5 version. And I just don't get it. Like they've given you so much free content already with legends mode. And it wasn't the- that like the last like big chunk of, you know, upgrade, all, all of that was free. Yeah, it was all free. All yeah, of it was exactly. Free. And it's like, okay, now they're giving you more story expansion. They're giving you, Updated graphics, updated audio, all this stuff, and they're asking you to pay for it, and you're upset. Um, I don't uh, don't agree with uh, the outrage there, but uh, Adam, what about you? Yeah, same. I a couple of us at work, we were pretty excited about this, and the I hadn't heard about the lip sync uh, Japanese audio. That's actually really cool because yes. again, the second playthrough I want to do is going to be the Kiritori Sawa Black and oh, White, yeah. and then Japanese audio. So that's actually really exciting. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, for the like 10 people that have a PlayStation 5, sorry, you're <laughs> going to pay a little bit more. Uh, the rest of us, I think that's a fair price, honestly. Absolutely it is. I mean, that game on its own is worth more than $60. Just saying, even without the DLC, that game's incredible. Um, but I don't I don't understand the outrage. I really don't. Uh, Josh, what about you? Yeah, I think this files under the category of people are going to be mad about anything you yeah, know the, the the issue with uh with twitter as a whole is that the vast majorities of people d- are quiet you know about you know all the happy people are are you know happy themselves and don't have to right. yell on twitter about it um and so yeah people are, people are ridiculous yeah I, are. I am a little you know sad when i i first uh you know, saw that they you you know lip sync 
Japanese audio, I assumed it was karaoke mode <laughs> that you could just, you know, sing a bunch of, uh, oh, you and know, your person would, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and, you know, I was, I was going to buy it, but, um, now I'm just disappointed. You're uh, just disappointed. <laughs> you know, where, where else am I going to sing my J pop? I just uh, figured you put a little camera on it and you become a VTuber as your there character. You go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Jin the VTuber. <laughs> yep, it's Ghost Jusima guy. Yep, exactly. <laughs> oh god, you're making me sick to my stomach. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> you are welcome. Next thing is Josh doing the hot tub streamer. <laughs> there you go. I mean, I but could yeah. be a hot tub VTuber. No. Oh, is that even a thing? Because if not, that's brilliant. <laughs> that's, that's the new hot thing. We're, we're oh, starting my God. Now. Yes. It's the new Just hot thing starting little, right now. Oh, yes. In a hot tub. This is brilliant. <laughs> uh, we have different definitions of the word brilliant. <laughs> uh, when I say brilliant, I can take all the money from the idiots. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And then we will sell the hot tub water. Oh Jesus! <laughs> but it's and virtual. Start, it's like yeah, those it's, NFT it's, things. <laughs> yeah, it's NFT. So it's a you you yep. get uh you get a you get a certificate that you got virtual bathwater. <laughs> yes. If someone can sell an invisible art piece, yeah, then that's yes. true. That's very true. Oh fuck! All right, we have to move on. This took a weird turn. <laughs> Uh, all right, last one. Uh, the upcoming EA Play just got a little more boring. Bioware has announced that they will not be revealing any new info on Dragon Age or Mass Effect, meaning we will definitely get more Battlefield 2042, probably some Apex Legends, and of course Madden. Beyond that, EA has promised a few, quote, surprises, meaning we may see the next Dead Space game. Uh... I don't know if you guys have heard me complain about this, but all these companies doing their own thing is a giant fucking waste of time. It's uh, this just makes me like physically angry because this is I'm going to watch the whole thing because we're going to have to talk about it on the podcast and it's just going to be a massive waste of time. Like the people who are playing Apex Legends are playing Apex Legends. You're not going to fucking sell at this point, people on Apex Legends. Madden, the people who want to play Madden, are going to buy it every fucking year. Battlefield 2042, we've already seen a shitload of over E3. I don't know that we need to see more of that. This whole thing's going to be a waste of time. It just is. Even if they announce a new Dead Space game, or Dead Space Remastered, or whatever the fuck they're working on, just put that trailer out in the open and call it good. But instead, you're going to waste my fucking time watching this goddamn hour-long press conference <laughs> that's just going to be a waste. Um, let's, <laughs> let's, go. let's go to Josh first. Josh, are you excited about the upcoming EA play? I'm excited to not watch it and then see the highlights. <laughs> uh, right, fast forward through I, it. Because, <laughs> you know, throughout E3, you know, like I said, I just found... I just found a YouTube channel that cut yeah. all of the game things and uploaded those in chunks so that there was no 45 minute zoom calls. Um, because I, I feel like, I feel like they, they all want these things to, to be super productive, but they don't have enough content to, to like really 
substantiate that because you know nintendo does their nintendo directs like a few times a year and but it's just like game after game after game after game after game uh there's like no talking there's no downtime there's no nothing sure a lot of them are old games that they're porting to the switch and that's not always the most exciting but uh it's not just like full of random boring garbage that no one cares about and i don't think these companies have really caught on to that yet um but then again i'm i think they're probably coasting until we can do it in 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 person again but i'll be excited if they show dead space um i'm sure as hell not watching this whole thing um i'll I'll, I'll be catching the highlights uh later for sure I did forget to mention they just bought that fucking mobile studio for a bunch of money, so we're gonna see some mobile games too. You know, goddamn well. Woo! On, on second thought, then I am watching. No, uh, no, no, I'm still not. Uh, um, EA is gonna get all of your information off of your phone now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, shit, uh, Adam, you got any thoughts on this one? I no, because yeah. uh, screw EA. Uh, no, I'm going to go out on a limb though with like my Virtual Boy Two guess. The surprise here: no more microtransactions. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, oh <laughs> with a straight face. Did you? If did you? No see... more games as a service. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> did you see that they uh, have started re-implementing ads in games? Oh really? Oh, are they really? EA yeah, is? they've yeah they've just like slowly added that to some sports games here recently. Oh yeah. Like uh, cool. okay, we're gonna see if that goes under the radar. Like yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, fuck EA. They'll keep pushing. They'll keep pushing because it's EA. Of course it is. I'm gonna milk and every everyone, dollar out of everyone. Yeah. Yep. Everyone will let them get away with it too. Yep. Yep. I don't this buy EA games. <laughs> so. Yeah. But this is unfortunately, why I, we don't make the difference. Yeah, that's just it. This is why I said last week to Tim, when Tim wrote in about how psyched he is for Battlefield 2042, it's EA, man. Just keep that in the back of your mind. They're going to find a way to fuck it up. You know they will. So, And they'll probably fuck it up at this presentation, actually. It's probably when we'll find out. Ugh, I don't know. But, I mean, without Bioware there, I just don't care. Like, I'd be excited for new Dragon Age or Mass Effect news, but... I don't I don't really care about any of their other IPs unless they got something major hidden up their sleeve I don't know about, but I kind of doubt that. Uh, okay, that wraps up the news. Let's jump into listener questions. First up, Adam, probably not our Adam, writes in. Hi, Adam. What up, Adam? Hello. So Adam says, describe your favorite game using only two words. See if you can guess each other's favorite game off just those two words. I'm going to go first because I think you guys both know what my favorite game is and mine's kind of a toss up. So uh, mine is just Phantom Thieves. Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you know uh, that, one's, hmm. that one's tough. Uh, yeah. That one's Alan tough. Wake. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Persona 5. Persona 5. That's good. Yeah, but I mean, I've talked about how that's my favorite game for forever, so I feel like that one wasn't fair. But uh you two i don't know if i know what your guys' favorite games of all time are so uh let's go to adam first adam what do you got mr saturn 
Mr. Set. Wait. I mean, this this one's an this one's an easy one. I knew Josh would get it, but I couldn't <laughs> yeah. think of a good one for the game. But uh, let's see if Ryan can figure it out. Mr. Saturn. No googling oh, either. No. Dude. <laughs> uh. Uh. Ness. Fucking a. And what's the game? I know. <laughs> God damn it! Why am I blanking? <laughs> Oh you, my could, God. you could give either name for it. I'd be fine. I'd be fine. Oh, uh, the Nest game. That's what it's yep. called. Nope. That's not, that's not correct. <laughs> let, let me know when you want it. I Why will accept I... the American or Japanese name. <laughs> Dude, I'm 100% blanking. What is it? Mother Earthbound. 2 or Earthbound. Earthbound. God yes. damn it. Such a good game. Such a good oh, game. I'm disappointed in myself. <laughs> I started playing. I found the uh, English translation of Mother Three and started. Did playing you really? Because I've never really gotten too terribly far in that. And dude, that yeah. game is just so freaking good. Just as good as Mother Two. Nice. Like that needs to come out on Virtual Console so bad. Dude, Switch is bringing everything over. Just do it, Nintendo. Just fucking do it. Oh, it has to get officially translated, and I'm sure that yeah. would take a long time. And who knows about rights and. All sorts of other things, getting a localization, game. yeah, but right, oh, so God. good. Okay, that, I hope I didn't lose any nerd cred there. I apologize, total play. <laughs> no. I had a long week. That's my excuse, and I'm he just still has it. hamburger buns and yeah, cookies <laughs> and shit on the mind. You don't have every Super Nintendo game memorized. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, that's a big one. What? That's a what? big one. I should know. You get uh, the hell out. <laughs> you get the hell out of here. <laughs> uh, all right, Josh. Two words. Go for it. Uh, vault and green. Fallout four or three. Sorry, Fallout three. Fallout green. three. I was, yeah, green. I was gonna say. I'm, I'm Wait hurt. a second. I'm hurt. Uh, Sorry, yes, Fallout yeah. Three. Okay, Fallout okay. Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn, that's a good game. Yeah, because I, I uh, even the you know RPG and first person shooter elements of the later games, you I have to differentiate them somehow, and there's a lot of things that they do different, but I can't word them in one word. Fallout yeah. Three is just a very green game. Yeah, yeah, that was a good green one. Filter on everything. It uh, is. But uh but yeah, I love that game. Um, Good pick. All right, we we might have to see uh what Justin has next week. I might have to pitch that one to him. If he's back, maybe, maybe he'll like take a whole Rocket month off. League. Shit, that did that yeah. didn't work. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Ball cars. Yeah. It's like Rocket League, got it. <laughs> oh fuck. All right. Well, thank you very much for the question, Adam. Uh, up next, Pistol Pete writes in. Hi, Pistol Pete. What, what up, Pete? Pete? I totally thought it was my buddy from high school, Pistol Pete, which we called him that until he said in New Mexico, and I was like, okay. Oh, nice. That's what awesome. if he That's took awesome. a you have a great to New Mexico, wrote an email, and then flew back? That could be. I mean, uh-huh. very well could have, uh-huh. but uh-huh. I, I doubt it. About <laughs> yeah. as likely they as just had getting... a kid like recently, so I don't think that happened. They, they can bring About... the kid to New Mexico. It's fine. It's about as likely as just getting a virtual boy too. So that's pretty close. <laughs> I'm crying on the inside. <laughs> yeah. So he says, hello, gentlemen, and greetings from New Mexico. New listener, and I'm loving the podcast. Well, thank you very much, Pistol Pete. We appreciate it. Uh, I'm working on catching up through the backlog, so sorry if you have already answered this question. But what is your favorite movie adapted from a video game? 
I know it's slim pickings, but honestly, I really liked Rampage. It was stupid, but still fun. Thanks, and look forward to more episodes. Have we had this question before? No, I don't think so. Yeah, Uh-oh. I don't. I don't recall. So yeah, you got a new one. You're good. Also, by the way, did you guys ever play NBA Street Volume Two? No, on PlayStation uh, no. Two. Oh, I never did. Anyway, then never mind. We're gonna move on. <laughs> All right. Thanks for that tidbit. <laughs> Josh, do you have a favorite video game movie? Uh, you know, I I don't. Um there's a lot of there's a lot of bad ones. Yeah. Um and I guess I'm going to say depends on your definition of adaptation cuz I'm going to have to pick Detective Pikachu. Yeah, I that's solid. an acceptable it's answer. It's a solid movie. It's a really really good movie that has absolutely nothing to do with the games um so it's it's i i would say that it's a a video game adaptation i don't know that it's a strong adaptation but it's a very good movie by itself yeah um i if 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 we're not granted that i would probably have to say i kind of enjoyed uh the silent hill movie okay um it wasn't it wasn't great but i enjoyed it i love (laughs) terrible terrible horror movies um and so uh, i really enjoyed it at the time but um but yeah i i would i I would say those two okay that's fair uh adam what about you uh also not considered a great movie but i am a sucker for any sort of car movies so the need for speed movie oh those movies are terrible there was it was did they make more than one oh wait need for oh no, i was thinking of fast it had like aaron paul reason. in it yeah Rami i Malik never saw it actually never... it was i thought it was like halfway entertaining and i like car movies so <laughs> i don't know that i ever saw it it was worth yeah. a watch i don't think i did um it's a street racer movie, you know, essentially it's like a fast, like a cheap version of a fast and furious. So right. I don't know, it's entertaining. Um, yeah, I definitely never saw it, but I don't really like those car movies, but, um, pistol Pete's right. It's very slim pickings for video game movies. Maybe we'll get a good one someday, but right now they're all pretty terrible. My choice, uh, I'm taking, uh, final fantasy seven advent children. That's a good one. That is yes. really, really good. That is a I great movie, actually. Really I really think about that, that one. I was kind I mean, of assuming by movie we meant live action. Yeah, I, so that, I went the opens, same route. I went live action. So many doors. Yeah. yeah. I, I was going to say that's my caveat is it is not a live action movie because I don't know if I can pick a live action movie. I don't really like any of them. It's um, got the Castlevania thing. Those, those were super good, those miniseries. Yeah. Oh, the Netflix one? Yeah, I mm-hmm. really liked those. Yeah. Fuck, I didn't even think about animated stuff. <laughs> yeah, Advent Children's damn good, dude. Yeah. Damn good. But, yeah, so I cheated a little bit, because I gotta be honest, Pistol Pete, uh, I don't know if there's ever been a good video game movie, really. <laughs> like, there just hasn't. Ugh. Um, I, What's that? Because I because I couldn't think of any originally um, other than Detective Pikachu. 
I looked up what the highest rated ones were on Rotten Tomato. Yeah. And the highest rated video game movie uh, at the time was Angry Birds 2. Oh, Jesus oh, uh, Christ. So uh, that's a thing that I, my that brain shows now. Yeah. The slim pickings of it. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Oof. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't believe that it like beat out you know, Doom with uh, The Rock. Oh, you know? do, do you remember when they... Have you guys seen that movie? Yeah. Yes. yeah I saw it yes. Do you remember yes. when they went to first person? Yes. <laughs> it was so awesome and cheesy <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> God, that was bad. Oh, but you know what? Movie. At least they like sort of tried to stay true at yeah. one point to A the game versus sure. the entire movie. <laughs> Oh, that was bad. Oof. All right. Well, thank you very much for the question, Pistol Pete. We look forward to getting some more from you. Keep listening. Yeah, that was a fun one. (laughs) That was a good one. All right. Uh, Up next, Tim writes in. Hi, Tim. What up, Tim? Tim? He says, hey, guys, what do you think of indie developers coming forward and saying that Sony is difficult to work with? I seem to remember that they used to be big into indies. Smaller games seem to be trending, so I'm curious as to what changed. So I almost put this in the news, but when I was doing research on it, like there wasn't a whole lot there. Like some disgruntled indie developers are saying like it's impossible to find their game on the PlayStation store, which is true because the PlayStation store is fucking terrible and uh, they need to get that shit fixed. But I don't know. I just and I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with Tim saying that they used to be big into indies like they literally sony used to publish any game that was submitted to their playstation store regardless of what it is and they just there's i remember especially in playstation three days the store was just flooded with 99 cent shitty awful piss-ass games kind of like nintendo is into indies yeah. right now and yes. there's a yep. whole bunch of bloat garbage out there yeah so I don't even know if Sony ever was really into indies, I guess. But uh, I don't know. I didn't put this in the news because, like I said, there wasn't a whole lot there. But I'm curious to see what you guys think. So, uh, Josh, why don't you kick us off? So when I read this, um, my first thought was, yeah, not surprised. Because um, <laughs> there's been quite a few instances over the last couple of years. Uh, like, I don't know if you remember the the whole thing that went down regarding crossplay where there was no crossplay no crossplay oh, yeah. uh they uh like developers talked about how they talked to Sony and Sony said no crossplay and then when Sony made an announcement then they said well nobody's come forward and asked for this like we would <laughs> yeah. be totally willing if uh if anyone you know wanted to do it and right. everyone face palmed uh <laughs> So I'm I'm not shocked. Sony seems to just kind of do their own thing constantly, and then as a developer, you just kind of gotta ride the Sony train. Yeah, and uh, you know, I I would be surprised if it was difficult to work with, as in you can't get your thing on the store or you can't get published or something like that but if it's like a trying to work collaboratively with sony i absolutely can see that right yeah i think that's fair uh adam what about you 
Uh, I mean, I yeah, I tried to do a little research on it as well, and I was a little confused. Uh, but kind of like what Josh said, I could see them being difficult. If anything, just you know, comparatively with Microsoft being U.S. based and Sony Japanese based, I could see their like the way they handle their businesses probably being a little bit different, and just maybe they're a little bit more strict about things now because of things they've learned in the past to not just let anything come on in and like quality versus quantity is a thing so yeah for sure (laughs) you know like obviously steam's notorious for that like full of free and bullshit games that are just like it's so hard to sift through at points but yeah no i don't know it is still nice for those indie people out there to get a platform but i don't necessarily know if sony's maybe the right spot for you so yeah yeah, the one one of the things I saw was some indie developer, like I agree a hundred percent on the PlayStation Store because that's god awful. But he UI posted so a bad. video. Oh yeah, it's bad. He posted a video on Twitter of he released his game. I can't remember what the game was called onto the PlayStation Store, and he went to the search option, and it tries to like predict your text as you're searching. You know. And he had to spell out the entire name of his game before it would pop up. Like, it wouldn't even, like, predict that it was there or whatever. So, I mean, yeah, I, I get that complaint. And the PlayStation Store is terrible. But, yeah, I don't I don't know if Sony's ever really been indie-friendly, honestly. I think they just wanted to make as much money as possible. So, they released everything on the PlayStation Store. Hoping Maybe somebody the would two days? Yeah, maybe. I mean, very much before really digital download was a thing. So, yeah, I mean, that's all I got on that one, Tim. Sorry if that wasn't what you were looking for, but that that's where I'm at. Uh, lastly, Caleb writes in. Hi, Caleb. What up, Caleb? Hi, Caleb. I uh, said, if you could have the haircut of any video game character, whose would you choose? Ooh, haircut. Uh, Adam, do you got one? I have two. Okay. But uh, I guess maybe if I was younger or about to where I'm at now, Cloud Strife, 100%. Dude, that's my choice too. And (laughs) when I get older, because I'm already starting to get a little gray, I'm just going to grow it out and do Geralt's hair. There you go. (laughs) I see nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Yep. Those those are my two haircuts. (laughs) That is awesome. Um. Yeah, well, spoiler, mine was also Cloud. That's who I picked, too. Um, He's got great hair. I mean... Yes, he does. Fuck yeah, he does. And just, like, mm, great yeah. hair. And in Advent Children, great-looking hair. The yeah. remake's great-looking hair. Like, <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Josh, what about you? So as much as I would love anime protagonist hair, um, that is not what I went with, Uh you know who has great hair? Handsome Jack. He does. I was thinking about him actually. As He's well. got great hair. I love the like streak of gray through yeah. it. Uh, I've always thought that was like a cool aesthetic. You know, like Rogue in the X Men and whatever. Yeah. Um, so ideally not cell shaded because I think that would look a little weird. Yeah. On <laughs> uh, but, you know, like a uh, a real world version of that. Okay. Um, it's kind of like a wasn't kind of like a sort of mini pompadour, but not like quite as high. Cause it was kind of like slicked back. I'm trying to remember exactly what it looks like. Um, it's like a little bit longer. Um, yeah, I would just I would just have to look it up because I can't describe it well. Um, but uh, 
but yeah, really good, really good haircut. My backup for it, and uh, I is I never even played the game, uh, but I remember what is it, Vaz Vaz from mm. Far Cry Three. Oh, Far Cry Three. He's, he's got the mohawk. Yep. I rocked yep. a mohawk in high school, and if I had enough hair these days, then I probably would have one still. Um, right. But I, uh, now, now that I'm old and uh, and have no hair, then uh, the mohawk just is not a good look for me. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, I would, I would bring it back. I'd bring it back if uh, if I had magic video game hair. There you go. That's he does awesome. have some sick hair. Actually, I'm looking at some pictures of him. Yeah, Vaz or uh, Vaz or Vaz. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've like I said, I've never played the game, so I have no idea who this character is. I just remember the poster. Psycho. Yeah, um, he's like he's standing there, like with a handgun or something to his face. Yeah, he's very mentally unhinged, big time. Big okay, time. well, I got that at least. Uh, yeah, we're good there. <laughs> you go. I just want the hair too. Uh, shit that's awesome alright well there's your answer to your question Caleb and that wraps up listener questions we're going to do a quick pick of the week before we wrap up uh, Josh what is your pick of the week mine is a twitch channel okay, uh, called games done quick god damn it Josh you picked uh, mine <laughs> you I am very glad that week? I was called on first Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I'm like there is an 80% chance that I'm picking this <laughs> Um, if you don't know Games Done Quick, uh, they are a for charity uh, speedrunning marathon. Okay. Um, they do other things other than marathons, but um, right now they're doing their Summer Games Done Quick marathon, uh, which is just kind of back to back speedruns uh, with comment commentators, you know, explaining the speedrun and and things like that. And they're uh, they're raising money for uh, Doctors Without Borders um, right now. Um, okay. And um, so, good charity, uh, good cause. I I like uh, speed running uh, a ton. So um, just really really entertaining. So uh, it's running this entire week. So um, if you're catching the podcast on the day it uploads, or uh, plus or minus a day then um it should still be going on um so highly recommend it uh, if you even if you uh don't know much spe- about speed running it's it's very very uh new friendly because you know they're explaining all of these games i i don't know half the games they're speed running so i just pulled it up they're doing super mario odyssey right now oh, oh nice. nice what's the does it say what run they're Category. doing category yeah um any percent 100 percent should say by the timer no no cappy run uh, just like, no <laughs> it doesn't say anything oh it, it, def- it, it definitely it definitely es- estimate estimate said it hour and 50 minutes it should uh, be right around there but no. but yeah, yeah uh like what josh was saying i too is gonna pick games done quick <laughs> because summer games on quick is going around right now and if you guys do not know about those uh you definitely need to check it out because super entertaining great cause they raise millions every time they do these and it's just it's really fun to like see positivity and like people actually giving and for all the people out there that think you know video games are silly and 
there's no like money and can't do good things like this is one of those good things i think personally so that's cool that's awesome uh yeah, the category right now is talk two percent yeah i don't know what talk two percent is <laughs> i think it's uh aren't there like um aren't aren't there like uh birds that you talk to to like take pictures and something it's oh gotcha you remember what i'm talking about like there's like parrots i remember the one specifically in um the city world because um there was a glitch with that that would soft lock your game i don't know if i don't know if, if that's what this is or has any involvement I'm only familiar huh. with 100. Oh, weird! You can only get moons from either Takatus or Story Moons, and you have to beat the game. Oh, oh. interesting. So, interesting. Anyhow, yeah, always fun categories that they do as well, or they do like races. Like sometimes it'll be like four people racing a game against each other, and those are super cool to watch. And nice. Or there's yeah. a terrible games block which is one of my favorite parts of gdq awful games done quick (laughs) yes where they where they just speed run terrible broken awful 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 games superman Um, 64 yes oh yeah yes things like that yeah (laughs) yeah and uh the the runs are just really entertaining because one they know so much about garbage and uh (laughs) they're like frequently trying to work around the bugs. So for instance, the speed runs with super Mario 64, you frequently have to restart levels because you'll just clip through the floor and then you can't win. Yeah. Um, and so those, the awful games block is just super entertaining, but <laughs> that's awesome. I'll have to check it out. That's pretty cool. And it's hilarious. You guys had the exact same pick of the week. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> we've had it pretty much not on, on in our house nonstop since sunday when it started uh, yeah nice. i texted adam as soon as i saw it was on uh and i was like i've uh, been watching it for a few hours <laughs> yeah Sweet. typically one of us reminds each other so there you go <laughs> very cool uh mine is a movie that just came out called the tomorrow war uh it is if you have amazon prime it's free to stream on amazon prime uh really good dude uh chris pratt jk simmons i don't know how to say ivan strahovsky however the fuck you say her name from handmaid's tale uh very good so the premise is a little like really (laughs) like a little it's essentially have you guys seen the trailer yeah i have and i was thinking the same thing it was like yeah this looks kind of like what like really daughter comes from the future and says yeah i gotta save my daughter and like i don't know it's just like what the fuck is going on in the future they're 30 years into the future the human race is fighting this alien race and instead of sending people back in time to try and prevent it from happen they take people in current time and send them into the future to fight the war so at first I was like, eh, but if you can get over that, <laughs> I think it's a really good movie. Like uh, a lot of cool action. Um, I thought the story was pretty cool. Like, I don't, uh, I can't say a whole lot without spoiling a few things, but um, JK Simmons is fucking jacked in this movie, dude. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, he's a beast, but uh, especially for an old guy, dude, like he's ripped. Um, but I don't it's know. Literally- I thought- 
the only thing that I knew about this movie was that J.K. Simmons was ripped. That's yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing I saw about this movie on Twitter. <laughs> right. But I don't know. It's getting like some uh, movie critics are getting it just terrible reviews. And I don't know why. I don't uh, I don't know. Like I Jam gave it a three out of ten, which I thought was insane. I mean, I'd give it like a solid seven, seven and a half. I think it's a good movie. Um, but yeah, Tomorrow War, check it out. I, I really liked it. So uh, that wraps up Pick of the Week, and I think that wraps up the episode for the most part. Uh, please make sure to follow us on Twitter at NerdIdentityPod. Email us in your questions, NerdIdentityCrisis at gmail.com. And uh, if you're feeling a little sassy, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash NerdIdentityCrisis. Only one thing left to do, Josh, send us home. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room.